This is Health Dose, a conversational podcast that focuses on various aspects of your health. I'm Jerry O'Donnell, and while we all have concerns during this COVID-19 pandemic, one group of people are especially concerned not only for themselves, but also their unborn baby. Today, we're going to talk about concerns of expectant mothers and COVID-19. Dr. Brendan Conboy is an OBGYN with MidMichigan Medical Center, Alpena. Health Dose asked Dr. Conboy, are pregnant women more susceptible to COVID-19 or at higher risk for complications of COVID-19? The limited available data suggests that pregnant women have no greater risk for developing a severe case of COVID-19 as compared with non-pregnant people of similar age. In pregnant women who do develop COVID-19 pneumonia, data so far show that approximately the same rate need intensive care help. However, if a pregnant woman does develop severe illness, which is more common in women with comorbidities such as asthma or diabetes, this can increase her risk for pregnancy complications. And therefore, it is a good idea for pregnant women to limit their contact with people outside the home as much as feasible, practice good hand washing and cleaning, and wear a mask when out in public. As an OBGYN, are you considering pregnancy to be a comorbidity during this outbreak? Well, that's interesting. So due to the lack of data with COVID-19, we aren't quite sure. So the high-risk obstetrician groups are still putting pregnancy as a high risk, they're comparing it with other viruses, such as SARS and influenza that can greatly affect pregnant women. So when it comes to certain infection controls, we're still putting it as a high risk. However, what we're seeing, again, is that most of the pregnant patients don't have a higher chance of getting more ill. But, you know, with more data coming in, we might find that changing. I'm sure you're getting this question probably quite frequently. Can a mother pass COVID-19 onto her unborn baby? So, so far, there's no definite evidence that the virus crosses the placenta and infects the fetus. Therefore, mother-to-child transmission during pregnancy is considered unlikely. But at this point, we're really not sure because we don't have enough data? That's correct. Most of the sources, because it started in China, so we're getting a lot of data from there, show so far we don't think it crosses the placenta. However, a newborn can become infected after birth, and that has happened, but we don't think that the virus crosses the placenta. I know a lot of people my age have put off their routine blood draws and their routine well checks with their primary care provider, but when you're in prenatal care, you can't put off those appointments. What precautions is MidMichigan taking to decrease the risk of COVID-19 during prenatal care? So MidMichigan is following recommendations from the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, and we've also partnered with the University of Michigan. And what we're doing is limiting person-to-person contact as much as possible while still providing great prenatal care. For example, we can accomplish some visits with a video visit or telemedicine. Patients are using smartphones or tablets and they can consult with their doctor or their midwife for some of the regular checkups. For the in-person visits, We're limiting the time spent in the waiting and reception areas. We're not allowing anyone except for the patient in the office, and we're doing more frequent cleanings in the office. For the telemed visits, women can still do some of the monitoring at home themselves, such as self-monitoring their blood pressures. They can do kick counts, or some patients are deciding to buy the fetal Doppler so they can listen to the baby's heart rate. We're also being more strategic in the timing and the frequency of testing and the office OB visits. So for example, we're doing our best to group ultrasounds and then piggybacking that with the routine OB visit. Try to do that at the same time and not make patients make 
multiple trips to the hospital or the office. We're being told by our political leaders and indeed even by hospital personnel that we need to limit the number of people that go to the hospital for any kind of reason. Is it still safe for a pregnant mother to go to the hospital to deliver her baby? Yes, we still recommend that women deliver at the hospital. At the hospital, we have all the available resources to help the patient. The birthing centers at MidMichigan all have, they're all private rooms. We're limiting the number of people in the building through visitor restrictions, and we are taking extra cleaning precautions. We are also closely monitoring our personal protective equipment and our testing supplies. What about support personnel or even doulas being used during delivery? Are, is their access being restricted? Their access is not being restricted. We are following current state guidelines and we are allowing pregnant patients in Michigan to have one healthy adult support person as well as a doula to come with the patient to the hospital. The support person must be the same person throughout the stay, however. These limits on the number of visitors are another precaution for the safety of our patients and our staff. Know that even though we're limiting patients to that one support person and the doula, the patient will still receive a lot of help and encouragement from highly skilled professionals, including the registered nurses and the doctors. The nurses who specialize in labor and delivery are seasoned labor coaches. They work closely with women in labor and can provide invaluable advice about breathing techniques, labor positions, and useful tools like birthing balls and pillows. Even for women having a normal labor and delivery, a nurse is always available. At no time will our patients feel they're lacking support. All right, how does it complicate things in the COVID-19 world if a mother needs a C-section or needs to be induced or had a schedule inducement? While it is always our goal to do C-sections and inductions only when they're necessary, there's no evidence that these procedures should be postponed or rescheduled. We have dedicated operating rooms in our labor and delivery units, and we are following the recommended infection control protocols to minimize exposure. If a pregnant mother has COVID-19 and delivers, is there a need to separate that mother from the infant postpartum? I mean, is that something that's going to be into play? So, so far, if a mother tests positive for COVID-19, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention advise that the infant should also be tested. While those results are pending, we would temporarily isolate the baby and care for them using the same infection control precautions that we would use for patients with confirmed or suspected COVID-19. Once it is determined whether the baby has been impacted, a plan of care will be developed to optimize their care and still enable parental bonding to the greatest extent possible. So you're also thinking about the need for that baby and the mother to bond even in that COVID-19 paradigm. Absolutely. The staff and the nurses, they're doing everything they can to still help the parents and the baby bond. They know how important that is. How about childbirth education? Is that being impacted by this virus? It is, just like our office visits, the uh, childbirth education has adapted. Until the visiting restrictions are lifted, we are not holding face-to-face -face education sessions at our facilities. However, MidMichigan is currently offering free, live, interactive webinars that cover labor and delivery, infant feeding and safety, and baby care boot camp. These sessions are led by the childbirth education experts, and they include an, an opportunity for parents to ask their questions. All expecting parents are welcome, even if you're not planning to deliver at one of our hospitals. That's the blessing of new technology, that you can do some of this stuff virtually. Absolutely. All right, let's go from new technology to very old technology. How safe is breastfeeding during the pandemic? Sure. There's no evidence to suggest that breastfeeding increases the risk of complications from COVID-19 for the mother or the infant. The virus does not appear to pass through breast milk, 
Breast milk provides protection against many illnesses and is still considered the best source of nutrition for most infants. However, if you are sick, whether you're breastfeeding or bottle feeding, close contact with your infant can still increase the risk of spreading any illness to your baby. If there's another healthy caregiver in your home, we recommend having that person feed and care for your baby as much as possible while you recover. If you're pumping breast milk for someone else to feed, be sure to wash your hands before pumping and wear a mask while pumping. If you don't have a healthy caregiver in the home, you can still minimize transmission through frequent hand washing and wearing a mask when close to your baby. We talk about how there seems to be some population that is more susceptible to contracting COVID and having a worse outcome from COVID than others. Are there some newborns that are more susceptible to COVID-19? And how do you determine that? And what extra precautions should parents do to protect their babies if they are more susceptible? So currently there's no evidence to suggest that newborns are more susceptible than adults. However, they can still get COVID-19 if they come in contact with an infected person or surface. The symptoms of COVID-19 are similar in children and adults, yet children with confirmed COVID-19 have generally shown mild symptoms. The CDC recommends following the same basic social distancing and hygiene precautions for the newborn as you would with your other children, such as limiting contact with others, avoiding people who are sick, practicing frequent hand washing, cleaning high-touch surfaces often, and laundering items such as clothing and plush toys as needed. It is not recommended that children under two wear a mask, however, due to the potential for choking or suffocation. That's worth repeating. It's not recommended children under two wear a mask because of choking and suffocation concerns. That's important to note, too. Is there anything else, doctor, that we forgot to talk about? Uh, I'd just like to say hospital rules are changing quickly as more information about COVID-19 is gathered and shared among healthcare experts. A lot about COVID-19 is still not known. Decisions that a hospital makes one day may change the next day as new guidelines are issued from infection control experts. For now, keep yourself informed and talk to your healthcare provider if you have questions. What all of us do now can affect not only your and your baby's health, but the health of other women, their babies, and healthcare workers as well. That is OBGYN Dr. Brendan Conboy with MidMichigan Medical Center Alpena. As always, if you have health concerns, the best place to start is your OBGYN or your primary care provider. If you'd like more information about MidMichigan Health's virtual childbirth education, go to midmichigan.org slash birthlive. And for more answers to your questions about your health, your baby's health, and concerns during pregnancy, go to midmichigan.org slash maternity. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in again next week for another edition of Health Dose.